I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons we found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And we'd like to kick it off with all of our Pride Month events. We also have a whole lead up week that we are planning. So you may have heard we are doing uh, an event on the 20th that we're going to talk about in a second. But we thought one day is not enough to replace all of the Pride events that are supposed to be happening this whole month. So we decided why not do our own queer spirit week. Spirit week. Spirit week. (laughs) We're doing spirit fingers. So the whole week leading up to us, so June 15th through 19th, we are going to assign every day its own day. So we are going to have, starting with Monday and running through the rest of the week, we are going to have Dapper Day, Pajama Day, Cosplay Day, Snapback Day, and Flag Day. We're going to have some some things going out on our social medias to remind you. And what we will do is have a hashtag, and we just want to see... All the beautiful pictures of all of you dressed up in our different Spirit Week outfits just because we want to see all of you beautiful queer people celebrating with Pride. So that's our Pride Spirit Week plan. We'll be following up with more details uh, on on all of our stuff. I'm excited. And then tell us about Porch Pride, Ellie. I am so excited about Porch Pride. It is taking over my life, the joy that it brings me. So Saturday, June 20th, from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be hanging out on our porches. 
And we're also going to be doing a live stream. So make sure you check out our Facebook and YouTube for the live stream. We're going to have a bunch of different guests hanging out on their porches. We are super excited to announce all of our Porch Pride featured guests who will be hanging out on their porches on our live stream and raising money for their selected charities. Our guests in order of appearance are Naisha and Samantha from Two Mommies and a Baby, Ellie Brigida from Let's Hang Out, Dana Pickley, Queer Media Matters, Shayna Summers from Bad Queers Podcast, Lee Holmes Foster, also from Let's Hang Out, Chris Chesson from Bad Queers, the podcast, Nicole Payson from Coming Out Pod, and Lauren Flans. Also from Coming Out Pod, we have a variety of amazing podcasters and queer people there for you to hang out on their porches. If you want to hang out with them on their porches and also help us raise money for their selected charities, you can do so by bidding on a one-on-one. We have a website. We're going to be posting all over our social media. You can bid. The highest bidders will get to hang out with one of these people on their porch. And all of the money that you use for that bid is going to the selected charities. So you're doing it for a good cause and you get to hang out with some really cool people. Virtually, of course. So we hope you'll consider doing that. And because we want to make sure these one-on-ones are as accessible as possible for people while also raising as much money as we can for these charities, we'll be opening them up for a much lower threshold raffle next week. I will be donating to the Massachusetts Bail Fund during my 30 minutes. So if you want to support me in that, I would love for you to do that. Lee, do you want to say what you're going to be supporting? I do. Uh, I am going to be raising donations for the SF Transgender District, which obviously is local to me out here and is a district founded by three black trans women that is trying to empower the trans community in that area specifically as a a hub of the trans movement. I love it. We just think we're going to miss Pride. We don't want to miss the opportunity to celebrate. We know, you know, every year it's going to be people's first Prides. We want to celebrate with all of you. Some of you maybe don't even have a Pride Parade that you would have been able to make it to normally. And so this is a great opportunity for everyone to be able to just, you know, hop on their phone, hop on their computer, uh, hop out to their porch and celebrate Pride with everyone. I'm excited. In the greater lesbian universe, we also would like to give a shout out to the first lesbian couple who is married in Costa Rica, Alexander Quiros and Dunya Araya, after Costa Rica finally legalized same-sex marriage. So we wanted to Very give you some exciting. positive positive news from the world. Legalize same-sex marriage. Heck yeah. The less positive news of the world is uh, Batwoman just announced they're getting rid of Kate Kane, the character. Literally makes uh, no sense. I know this. It has been such a queer Christmas for us that every actress, like any queer actress on the planet, has been um, coming out vocally and visibly um, to pitch themselves for the role of Batwoman, which was fantastic. Uh, And I was all about it until suddenly we're not going to have Kate Kane anymore. And I don't know how I feel about that. So it's not okay. It's not okay. That's that's my, uh, you know, Debbie Downer to the greater Les universe this week. (laughs) That's what's happening. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 48th installment of Should've Been Gay. Oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should've been a little dark And in this week's episode, she's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss Les Night at Stay. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was that was just beautiful. I know you're welcome. I um I wrote on the outline she's missed dot 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 so that Lee wouldn't know what was coming next. So I needed I needed the full effect of the joke to really land. I was pleasantly surprised. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> and we have a very special guest with us today, Rebecca Noise is here with us. Yay, Rebecca. Hello. Hi, everybody. Some of you might might know Rebecca already, but we'll let Ellie give her like her full bio first. Yes. So here's her full bio. Very, very impressive. Rebecca sells solar, teaches yoga, and runs gay-ass trivia as Les Hangout events director. <laughs> uh, many of you have probably seen Rebecca. If you have attended any of our trivia nights, she is sort of like the the brains behind that operation, especially the virtual event. <laughs> and I'm the brawn, is that what you're saying? I'm just the pretty face. I don't know what I do. <laughs> so we love Rebecca. We wanted to give everybody else a chance to love Rebecca a little bit more by having her on to talk about the classic, the one and only, that's a lie, there's a sequel, Miscontinuality. <laughs> yes. Yes. And before we start, let's just talk a little bit about how... You got started with Les Hangout, Rebecca. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, what a let's story! Go all the way back <laughs> to when me and Rebecca met. Oh my I'm god, boy! We're not talk about that. Let's on podcast. let's go back to when Rebecca was born, and uh, we'll work our way to <laughs> back in the day, a few years before Miss Congeniality came out. No, um, <laughs> yes. So Ellie and I had a friend who, for Pride one year, had this great idea to do L word trivia, um, just as sort of like a friend activity, and then of course. I heard about this and got way too excited and immediately ran to Ellie and was like, Ellie, we need to host L Word Trivia for a fundraiser and we'll raise money for an LGBTQ charity and it's going to be fun and we already have a, a place we can do it. We have a, a local brewery and we, we just did it. We hosted our first event in July of 2019 and we sold out all of the tickets that we were allowed to pack people oh, into yeah, this space. Um, we even caused a little bit of trouble. I don't think they actually expected us to sell as many yeah, tickets as we did. Tickets. We were way too many. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And it was amazing. I think we raised over a thousand dollars for our first charity. Yeah. For Boston Glass. Yeah. And then we, it just kind of took off. We started hosting uh, more L word trivia. The L word was our first topic. And then we expanded to pop culture, Winona Earp, Schitt's Creek, Buffy, when we went virtual. Yeah, we've been, we have hosted, I think, I'm like gonna get it wrong, but we've hosted, I think, more than 20 events. Yes. Yeah. It, there's been a lot. We're having so much fun. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> the best. And I love that we can do them virtually now because we, we got on this Zoom call and Rebecca's like, wow, this looks familiar. Like, <laughs> it's just like... We've virtually been hanging out quite a bit for our events, the three of us, and like planning all these trivia events. So it's really great to have you on the show. Yes. I'm and so here it is. To this is here. the dream team. This is, uh, hey. this is making it all happen. Three musketeers. <laughs> the three musketeers. Musketeers, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Can we get shirts that say that? I love it. How um, scary yeah. is it that Ellie and I both just thought of that immediately, though? <laughs> <laughs> I think that tells you everything you need to know about uh, about this dream team in particular. Yeah. <laughs> about why I was like, well, yes, Rebecca, you'd make a wonderful addition to this queer team. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's dig in. I'm ready. Yes. What is our IMDb synopsis, Lee? For anyone who has not yet seen Miss Congeniality, God help you all. 
Uh, the synopsis is, an FBI agent must go undercover in the Miss United States beauty pageant to prevent a group from bombing the event. Yes. Which, first of all, it's not a group. They think it's one person, but, like, that's fine, IMDb. Why don't you get it wrong right off the top? Yes. True. The citizen. The citizen. Uh, Ellie, do you have a gay synopsis for our movie? I do. So, my gay synopsis is, an FBI agent has to go back into the closet to compete in the Miss USA pageant, but she falls in love with another contestant and has to defy her boss to save the love of her life, Cheryl. Very, wow, that's very nice. what I saw when I watched the film. So, ah, uh, that sounds that sounds about right. What about you, Rebecca? What's your what would be your gay synopsis for Miss Congeniality? Oh boy, my gay synopsis. Maybe FBI agent sneaks into beauty pageant in an attempt to find the love of her life and gets caught up in turmoil and mystery <laughs> yes <laughs> everyone loves some gay turmoil yes uh, there's a lot of inner turmoil there is a lot of mystery is cheryl gay is she not we're we're gonna find i out. mean this are we are we though uh <laughs> my, my gay synopsis here's what i decided the I, I have seen this movie so many times um re-watching it pointedly for this episode I desperately need someone to either remake this movie or, like, write me this book, okay? So what I did is I wrote what I imagine would be, like, the, the jacket blurb of the book uh, that I want to read for this, okay? Undercover FBI agent Gracie Hart never expected to find love at the Miss United States pageant. But when the young Miss Rhode Island wins her heart, can she stay focused enough to finish the mission and save the woman she loves? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> wow. Someone write wow. me that book. Okay. I also love how um we're very clearly it's clear who we ship in this film. Yes. I I'd mean, say so. come on. <laughs> I'm just so excited. So Lee, you said you've watched this a million times. Yes. So what was your first experience with miscongeniality? Oh my god. Uh I don't even know. I probably saw it right when it came out. Um and then I think it's like, you know, those that late 90s early 2000s movies like those were prime prime time for like me in high school to just be one of those movies that you watched all the time. It's on TV all the mm -hmm. time now. It's just a movie I've seen like dozens of times I don't even know plus you know when everyone has those things where they're like what's who's the actor that you would watch like any movie that they're in Sandra Sandra Bullock Sandra. I mean hands down it's just like there's nothing that she's not great in there's nothing I will not enjoy watching her in that movie doesn't exist so I've seen it a ton but you know I love going back and rewatching some of those classics with like Fresh more trained, eyes. more tra uh, professional yes. gay eyes, I think, is, is what I'm going to call them now. So, uh, yeah, this was this was a delightful rewatch for me. see that. Rebecca, how about you? Oh, gosh. I must have been under 10 the first time I saw Miss Congeniality. And I, I do pointedly remember the scene where one of the contestants is like, runs up to the edge of the stage when she gets eliminated and is like, I want all the lesbians to know if, if I can do it, so can you. And I remember like, I remember being kind of scandalized by it and just not really understanding what she meant. But then seeing the woman in the audience with the big heart, and I was kind of like, what's, what's, what's going on here? What's going on I with that? I love you, Karen. I love you, Karen. 
So good. I want to tell you that, like, re- we rewatched this because Kelsey rewatched it with me, and, like, neither one of us had any memory of that scene. Really? Whatsoever. Yes. Like, I've seen this movie so many times, and I just, that never even, like, registered for me. You know what's hilarious? I agree. And my, like, I was like, oh, I don't really remember. We were, I was watching with my mom, as I do. And she was like, I swear there's a lesbian in this. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Gracie is right there. Exactly. But then she's like, I told you, Miss New York. Like, we were well, and you know what was great? I mean, we'll we'll talk about it. But like when when that moment happened and because I hadn't remembered and uh, and Kelsey and I are just cracking up and we were like, did you how did neither of us? How did this not stick in our minds? And I literally had to go back up because, I, you know, I'm taking notes the whole movie. And the first note that I had written down when she comes on screen is just New York. Quote, sup, Jersey. <laughs> And I was like, it's funny. I mean, I saw it. It was right there. I knew. You wow. Know, but uh, See, I, I missed remember, that. I guess. The subtext. Yeah, you saw the subtext and they were like, no, that was, she was actively playing gay. Yeah, right? Yeah. What about you, Ellie? When when did you see Miss Congeniality? Oh, my God. Probably similar to Rebecca. Like, I feel like this is a movie that I saw, like, w- immediately when it came out. I've watched it many, many, many times. I I feel like our experiences are all sort of similar, but, like, I, I was watching this movie and I was like, has Sandra ever played gay? I mean, besides Miss Conge- Congeniality. But like, has she ever actively played gay? Oh, and Ocean's. I, I mean, I was going to say Ocean's 8. Are we like forgetting that delightful <laughs> turn? <laughs> but like, she is definitely one of those actresses where you're like, why are we so obsessed with her? She just, there's an energy that she has on screen, you know? I don't know how to explain it. It's very gay, yeah. And you can you can feel it. I could feel it from a young age. I remember. I actually just remembered this recently. I used to make for fun PowerPoint presentations of my favorite female actresses, only females, (laughs) like Sandra Bullock. I'm sure like Hilary Duff was on there. Um, I don't even remember. Wait, like just for fun? Just for fun. Who did you present them to? Nobody. I just kept them for myself. That was your like deep secret. You just like watch. You're like if I bed. if I make it academic, it's not gay. <laughs> it's it's research. Wow. It's just research. It makes a lot of oh, it's so true. I know. I I forgotten about that. I don't know what triggered that memory, but I was like, oh wow. I that's... would pay you money if you could find your PowerPoint presentation on Sandra Bullock. I know the little laptop, my first laptop, still exists in my parents' house somewhere. I'm going to try to dig it up next time I'm home. Please. Stay tuned. Well, that brings us to which character should have been gay? Look, (laughs) I'm sorry, but if you try to convince me that Gracie Hart is not canon gay in this movie, I mean, you're wrong. When I was watching this film, the movie started. This girl is reading Nancy Drew on the mm-hmm. playground. Mm-hmm. Was she really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the first scene, she is reading a Nancy Drew book. She beats the crap out of a boy who is bullying a boy she likes. That boy is like, oh, I don't like girls. And in that moment, Gracie was like, oh, well, now I remember. I'm gay. <laughs> Immediately cured of her crush on boys, like forever. And beats the crap out of that yeah. kid. Well, and she beats she beats the crap out of the first kid, and he's like, so so he goes, you calling me a girl? And she goes, you called me one. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah. mean, fair. 
she is just, yeah, they set the stage pretty young. And then they cut from that to, like, her in a pantsuit. <laughs> at that briefing at the FBI, it's like every other female agent there is in the cute little, like, skirt suit. And she's just like, nope. Her outfits in this film. I would wear, well, no, that's not true. I wouldn't wear the pageant ones. I would wear all her FBI ones. Yeah, I mean, anytime when she is Gracie Hart, those outfits. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, it's not chronological but can i just go through the outfits yes please yes i would love that first outfit the slouchy pantsuit hair absolutely a mess is that the is that the do all women have to wear those masculine shoes ones yes yes Yes. the masculine shoes the sunglasses a turtleneck also i don't know if this is in chronological order but when they go out to the bar she's wearing a muscle tank gay 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 Even at the end when it's like, oh, she has her makeup on and she has hair done. She still wears a pantsuit. It's just a little bit more tight, tighter fitting. Mm -hmm. Literally nothing about her is straight. It's a gay glow up is what you're saying. Yes. The outfit that she, what, that she like wrestles, fights Eric in. Yes. The Sporty Spice-esque, like matching (laughs) crop top workout fitted tank and little pants, like woman gay 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 the outfits themselves like just look at a picture of her you're like this woman is gay she also says i don't even own a dress i don't even own a brush a brush oh my god (laughs) that okay i'm like gay but also like why do you have to stereotype us as we like literally don't brush our hair yeah don't be so messy (laughs) this is is what i'm saying she's like such a little helpless baby gay in the beginning of this movie you know she's like i have figured out that i am not interested in the male gaze but i have not quite figured out what that means for myself yet Mm. i have not figured out that like i want attention from somebody yes like she's like i don't care about anyone because i don't like men so who cares she she hasn't figured out that she wants cheryl to think she's hot is where we're where we're at right now Mm. true true we've all been there gracie we've all been there i love cheryl (laughs) her cute Um, little bangs let's talk about some of gracie's gay moments though because i mean we're gonna get into cheryl don't you worry but i think there's a couple other moments that i want to point out first of all she's talking about someone's fake rack at some point i wish i had written down who it was she's very invested in someone having a fake rack and i'm like why are you paying that much attention it's when they're on the airplane and she's yes the the video with victor yeah yes so she's focused on one thing in that video. Uh, who knows what? Oops. Who knows what draws her attention? Um, and then from there, they they bring her to the pageant. And I would just like to talk a, a little bit about the scene where she first gets on the bus to go to orientation. And she steps on this bus full of every other woman who's in this pageant. And, like, they're not bad-looking women. And her face is just, like terrified and enraptured at the same she is scare roused let's she is scare roused scare let's put it that way like her first time walking into dinosaur <laughs> just just overwhelmed yes. surrounded by these women yes. let's be real like that feminine energy she like is like wait i've never felt this before <laughs> like, i've been surrounded by weird policemen who are 
let's just, we don't even need to talk a lot about it, but they are so gross. They're vile. I, I yeah. think I don't remember that as vividly from when I watched it, probably because that was just more acceptable behavior and like more, it was funny at the time to like every joke has to be about a woman's body or like, ill. it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. Like they are supposed to be undercover professionals and they're like, look at the rack on that one. And you're like, are you kidding? Like, it's disgusting. It's gross. It's so bad. Let's talk about that bus scene, too. We- who do we meet on that bus scene, Ellie? Well, who do we, walk- who do we meet? But also, she falls for, the- for, like, the seventh time. She cannot wear heels. <laughs> what? I know very few queer women who can walk in heels. That's all. Uh, yeah, I mean... High I femme. High femme ones. Can, but, like, but... Even then, I'm just saying, if you can walk in heels, tweet. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I, I no. would be Gracie Lou Freebush. Seriously? Like, I, I'm not going to fall down in heels. I mean, I can walk in heels. I Surrounded by to... beautiful women, though, who wow. are staring I mean... at you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't focus on your feet. Because she's the new girl, too, right? Like, they've all been in the pageant scene, and she walks in, and they're like, this, I mean, especially New Jersey, is like, who is this? Yes. Uh, Rhode, she is yes. New Jersey. You Rhode mean Island. New York. Rhode oh, Rhode Island. She means Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. No, I mean New York. Cheryl. New York. <laughs> we mean all of them. Everybody's <laughs> interested in Gracie. Uh, they are interested in Gracie. Rhode Island especially is like immediately like, oh my God, she like grabs her. She's like holding her arm. She's hugging her. She's like, let me tell you everything and like take you under my little wing. You lost little duckling. They never stop touching. No, never. From the second wow. she gets on that bus, she grabs her <laughs> and they are attached. They get She's the laughing bus, way too attached. hard at her jokes. She's, yeah. The Aloha joke, it's not a good joke. It's not that it's good. It's not a good joke. No. no. Cheryl is like every girl trying too hard to like win someone over. She's like, ha 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 ha, you're so funny. <laughs> I also love too that like there's something obviously like Cheryl has is nice to everyone like she wants to be friends with everyone but why does she specifically really want to be friends with Gracie it's immediate she yeah. sees her on that bus and she is like sold done this is the one she like latches on it's like that night she shows up at her room that night with like the thing of hot chocolate right yeah she's like I brought hot chocolate let's jump in bed together <laughs> Let's jump in bed together and let me immediately tell you about this one time when I saw this baton twirler and she was her batons Doing were on fire dance. and a she did this dance. sexy dance and like her face goes to this place where you're like, what is happening in your brain right now, Cheryl? What did that sexy dance do to you exactly? Did it awaken <laughs> some feelings that you're not quite sure what to do with yet? Because it kind of seems like it might have. I love too that Texas is asleep next to them. <laughs> oh my God, it's so classic. <laughs> And it literally is like if you had a roommate and you like sneak your girlfriend in late at night and like you're trying to be quiet, but like you're not actually quiet. And she's like, ladies, I know you're there. I know you love each other. But can you please shut up? It's like being in college again. Yes. Or high school. <laughs> what were you doing literally. in high school, Rebecca? Just, you know, sleepovers. <laughs> Did you have you had a roommate? In, in high, high school? school were you no yeah. i was i was secretly dating my girlfriend and i would sleep over at her house with the rest of our friends oh sneak after and sleepovers and in the middle of the night i would just slowly like roll closer and closer to her until we were like face to face nice insight into rebecca's <laughs> <whole> life. <laughs> 
I love to with Cheryl. I feel like there are a lot of different types of gays, especially in movies. Like there's like a lot of stereotypes, categories you put gays into. Cheryl is the repressed Christian gay, right? She's like, my parents would not like let me do anything. They don't like ostentatious behavior. Mm -hmm. They think the red, that red underwear are Satan's panties. So I can't believe what they would think if I was with Gracie Lou Freebush. It would just break mama's heart. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why she feels Southern to me. She's from Rhode Island. But, but, but that's like the sort of like the layers that you keep adding to Cheryl. Mm -hmm. And Gracie keeps being like, come on, like live a little, like set your batons on fire. Set those batons on fire and dance sexy for me, Cheryl. Ugh, I love it. And that's the dynamic that they have. They do, but that's why I think it's, like, it's ripe for the picking, this story. Because what <laughs> you basically have are two clueless giant gays, right? Who are, like, mm. discovering it at the same time, slowly, ever so slowly. But, like, they're both there, you know? Like, Cheryl is is latched on and in her bed in a heartbeat. She is sitting there like, you're so nice and smart and sensitive. You're definitely gonna win. You know, where it's like, like no, you're gonna win. <laughs> you're, you're gonna win. No, you're so beautiful. <laughs> no, you're beautiful. Don't say that about yourself. You're just the best. I mean, they just, it's like they don't, they're so close and yet so far away, you know? And I just, I love it. It's like you just want it to go where it's supposed to go. Mm. Can we talk a little bit about the juxtaposition of Cheryl and Gracie and Gracie and Ben? Yeah, what's his name in this? Classic. <laughs> Can't remember the only male lead. No, what Eric. The Eric? actor's name is Benjamin Brad. The, the character's name is, is Eric. Honestly, Eric. Leaving that part in because I, of course, I forgot his name. <laughs> Um, Why I, would you remember? It's very on brand for us, Ellie, to never remember the male love interest's name. It's so hard for me. Like, I try to take notes and write their names down, and I just, like, forget to do we it. We should just name them all Frank and get it over with. Like, he's the Frank right. of this movie. Who cares? Mm. So Frank. Yeah. Yes. He is constantly undermining her. Yeah. Like, the only time he's telling her, like, you're good at your job is when no one else is around. Mm-hmm. When other people are around, he's like, oh, I can't actually support you because, like, I'm embarrassed that I even like you. Mm -hmm. Whereas Cheryl's like, Gracie's the best person I've ever met. She's oh, like, meet this whole terrible. table of people. Yeah. He's, he is, like, the classic, like, early 2000 movies male love interest who, like, he's, he's terrible and all he does is, like, He's just nagging her the whole movie, right? Where he's just like, oh, you in a bathing suit, gross. And you're like, and why gaslighting are you with her. Yeah, like, what do you, why? Why would you want this guy to be attracted to you? Like, why? He does nothing. He never supports you. He doesn't respect you. He has no trust in, like, your intuition or your skills as an agent. Like, fuck him. Yes, yes, go Cheryl, off, please. yes. You're the best thing since <laughs> sliced know, bread. Like dancing. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And we, we're not going to talk about Miss Congeniality 2 today. Oh, wow. I will say one of the best things that the writers ever did was get rid of Eric in the sequel. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Goodbye, Eric. Within, what, the first 10 minutes of the movie? Yes. Gone. Yes. Goodbye. Opens the door for a... Uh... Yes. Um, I'm like Tina Turner, because that's <laughs> what she dresses up as. But Regina King? Yes. I don't remember her character's name, though, but that's that's a whole other podcast episode, right? Oh, 
for sure. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We'll Stay get into it. Stay tuned for Miss Congeniality 2. Arms and I fabulous. Talk about it. Yes, I want to talk about it, but we're going to wait. Um, and can we talk about what I think, if we're going to get into the, the comparison between Cheryl and Frank, whatever, Eric? Eric? <laughs> Eric you already got it. <laughs> it's just he's amazing um i think for me the scene that clinches it is when they they get the lead right they're like we have a lead and they they hand her this little like dossier and they're like we have a lead it's miss rhode island and you can just see gracie's face immediately is like uh not my girlfriend boys i don't know what you think you're talking about but she's immediately just like well you're full of shit and you all know nothing like, not even a question. She's like, I don't need to read anything. I don't need to see your, your black and white photographs. She's like, I don't, I don't I know her on this. a deeper level than you ever could. <laughs> exactly. She's like, I know in my heart that you're wrong and that's good enough. Also, um, the picture that they show is Cheryl that's it with a sign that says, no fur, no way. And I'm like, of course, Cheryl is an, anim- is an animal rights activist gay. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like save the kittens. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta. And I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Love it. That also happened after this line, but I need to mention this line because it's really important about Gracie. So Vic, who also gay icon. Oh, yes. I mean, 100%. Yes. Um, Vic says to Gracie... In place of friends and a relationship, you have sarcasm and a gun. And Gracie answers, I don't have a relationship because I don't want one. You don't understand anything about me as to why I am the way I am. Uh, Stop it. Stop it. You know what it reminds me of? It it, it reminds me a lot of... um, 
Alex's coming out story in Supergirl, right? Where it's like, I think they did a really nice job with that storyline of someone saying like, I, I never understood why I wasn't interested in dating, why I wasn't interested in men. Like, I just thought there was something wrong with me that like, I just didn't click in that way. And like, that's Gracie in this movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I haven't had a date in 10 years, like, because I didn't want one. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. I wonder why. Why wouldn't you have wanted one? You're gay. You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dead. I just, they're just so cute together and I can't they're stand so it. They're so cute together. Can we talk about, like, what I would consider, okay, I guess their first date is when they're drinking hot chocolate. Yes, yes. it's cocoa. On the bed. This is, like, their first coming out with their friends. When they have the pizza date and they're banging on the drums. They're doing what on those drums, Ella? (laughs) They are banging. They're banging (laughs) on those drums. Wow, they're banging and getting all messy together. It's oof. And this is the muscle tank. Yes. Oh, yes. So Gracie's trying to get Cheryl drunk because she's trying to get like information out of her. But I also feel like this is a time where she's like, I'm supposed to be doing my job, but I actually just love being with you. Let's get those inhibitions down. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's dive into your past. (laughs) Yes, let's dive. And then she's like, have you ever done anything bad, Cheryl? You want to do something bad? (laughs) You know, it would be stupid. (laughs) If we made out right now. What? Oh, no. No, but oh my God. But what what she literally says, right, is she goes, so when they're talking about Cheryl having been assaulted in the past, fine. But they have this conversation where she goes, there's so many maneuvers that I could show you. And Cheryl is just so excited. She's like, really? Like, yes, please. Show me some of your maneuvers. Their relationship is so beautiful. It's it so pure. Is. And I just feel like they really support each other, you know? Because, like, I also... Okay, if we... Can we jump, to, like, towards the end real quick? Yes, but... I have, sorry, I have one more. Okay, like, okay, you do yours, line. and then I want to I wanna talk about towards the ending of the movie. Because this date is just, like, rife with gay shit. So <laughs> she messes up with the ideal date, right? And she's like, and I had the best answer, too. My ideal date would be a man who takes me to a romantic dinner, then we walk along the beach barefoot discussing books and movies. And if that is not a date that you would, like, dream up in your mind of, like, what do straight people like to do? Like, <laughs> I don't know what is. Like, let's just, like, do the most romantic thing with this random man that I have dreamed up in my mind that's not a real man. It's also, like, I love how she's like, I don't, I couldn't answer what my perfect date was, but, like, I can tell you, Gracie, what my perfect date would be. Hint, hint, no worries here. I'm just telling you what I'd love to do on a date. (laughs) True. (laughs) And then Gracie also says, no wonder you're still a virgin. (gasps) Oh, good God. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, what are you going to do on a date with her, Gracie? Aggressively flirting with her. And I just want... I I feel like there's so much that we didn't see that they could have shown us in this movie. Because, like, they get to the top ten, right? And the top ten is when they have to do that dance on stage. Oh, my God. Okay? Oh, the Statue of Liberty dance. Oh, my God. I was, like, bouncing on my seat, like, when we were rewatching. It's, like, my favorite scene in the entire movie is that dance sequence. I don't know why. It's the stupidest thing. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Like, that song just, like, evokes a response in me. I would like to tell you why you love that. Please, please tell me. Let's psychoanalyze me right now. You're gay. (laughs) (laughs) This... 
This is not incorrect. I'm not um, <laughs> new information, but... Yes, that scene. Here's the thing. The only time that we see Gracie learning that dance, she is hopeless. Yes. Right? Like, completely useless. Um, And we never see her practicing. We never see her learning. Like, she all of a sudden just, like, nails it that night. Right? Which I'm like, bullshit. I'm sorry. There is no way that somewhere there is not a hidden montage of her and Cheryl with Cheryl painstakingly and lovingly teaching her that dance. And I need it now. Holding her arms up just so when they do the little, like, arm shimmy motion. Moving her hips. Come on. Give me that shit. That's what I want. Okay. The deleted I scene somewhere. That. Where is the footage? Give us the footage. Where's the <laughs> release the <laughs> release dance? Release the dance. <laughs> yes. We will never give up. <laughs> oh, I also because I also love the scene at the end when Cheryl does break out the fire batons, right? And like, and you see Gracie on the sideline, like backstage watching her. I want the sequence of like. I want more of that. I know you show her, like, giving her the batons and everything, but I'm like, I want more there. I also want, like, they're so supportive of each other. I just want to see them, like, coaching each other to the top ten. That's what I want. I love it. And it makes so much sense that they're the top two, even though I know it was sort of rigged. right? Do we think, okay, I have a question. Do we think it was rigged by the end or it was not rigged at any more? No. No, she had to make it from top ten to top five on her own. Oh, Yeah, they say it. Yep. And she she sure did. After the top 10, she's on her own, Ellie. Mm-hmm. And she came in second. I love how I'm like, that's the point of the movie. And I just was like, wow. <laughs> um, but even when it's just the two of them on stage, first and second. So there's the top five. Wait, sorry. Can we say one yes. thing about the top five? Okay, because the top five is when uh, Miss New York has just been eliminated and gives her impassioned. If I can make it to the lesbians out there, uh, so can you. I love you, Tina. Tina! <laughs> um, okay. Tina! So this is when uh, this is when that has just happened. And so when they go to the top five, right? What's his face? Who's the who's the announcer? Oh, my God. I don't know his name, but it's William Shatner. I can't remember. Another guy we don't know his Stan, name. Stan. Stan Fields. Okay. Stan. So Stan, Stan is, is cueing them over to, like, a commercial break or something. And he goes... We'll be back with our final five lesbians, right? And he like, yes, <laughs> he like makes a a mistake, quote unquote. But I'm like, correct, sir, correct. You will be back with your final five lesbians in just a moment. And then after that, the the people in the sound booth in the back, he goes, cut to commercial. He goes, can we say lesbians? And the woman who's like in front of him, also working the sound, goes, you got a problem with that? Yes. yes. <laughs> incredible it's uh, so well done but I, I think that's actually a thing like they used to not be able to say the word lesbian on like I mean Miss United States is like a live pageant on what ABC or like Channel 5 yeah, or something was. like I think I mean in 2000 it's possible they so weren't wild. allowed to this say the word lesbian like half of them are probably <laughs> not wild <laughs> at least 25% like just I mean it's at least definitely the top five here so yes also when she says when when she's like I love you Karen it pans over the top five all the other girls are like what just happened Gracie is clapping yes yes she is (laughs) she's like all right give it up she's like yeah lesbians she's like I clocked you at that first sup jersey 
Yes, yes. <laughs> so I will say, like, should have been gay for this film, but also the actual gay representation, pretty great. I mean, for a 2000s <laughs> film, this was about as much as we were going to get, you know? In, like, a, in like yeah. a big blockbuster hit like this, mm-hmm. absolutely. And she made it to the top ten, so... Like really two canon her. lesbians. That's a yeah, lot. That's a lot. Okay, let's talk about the top five now, Ellie. I'm sorry. I derailed us a bit. No, I think that's what I was going to say. Oh, no, no, sorry. So, you know, they're all like sort of like cheering on each other, but they're not really that close together, right? But once it gets to Gracie and Cheryl, just the two of them, they're literally like face to face and this like. Like holding hands. Yeah, in this like death embrace. Just like holding each other and like looking each other in the eyes. I'm like, is this the moment? Can you imagine if they had kissed right then? The whole landscape Dead. of LGBTQ rights would have been altered forever. Totally mm-hmm. changed. The course of history. Gracie and, <laughs> <I'm> not- <laughs> and Cheryl kissed. That's the world I want to live in. And the way that they look at each other, like, you know what? We're here together. It doesn't even matter which one of us wins because yes. I love you. It's like it's it's like their culminating moment. Like we did this together. Well, oh, my God. Let's talk about one of those final interviews that Gracie does. Right. Where she's like, this has been one of the most rewarding and liberating experiences of my life. Liberating how? Yeah. <laughs> we've we've all given that speech um also i feel like we skipped over because i don't remember exactly what scene it's in but she says at one point earlier she goes for the first time in my life i feel like i'm in the right place at the right time like there are so many hints here it's it's like right there but she gives that that rewarding and liberating experience uh answer and then also is like and if anybody hurts my friends or my girlfriend i will hunt <laughs> you down i'm like well you know. And she will. A little, a little uh, aggressive, will. maybe, but I get it. The heart's there in the right place. I'm sorry to talk about Miss Congeniality 2 again, but she does. <laughs> in Miss Congeniality 2, she fights to the death to save She Cheryl. does! So, she she's she's good for her word. That's all. Mm-hmm. Dude, she's always gonna save Cheryl. I'm telling you, she, like, catches... She's, like, there to catch her girlfriend when she faints. Like, she's there to fight her for like saving her life by ripping that tiara off of her head also when she um when she rips the tiara off her head i will say too she punches miss texas in the face yes she could have easily knocked cheryl out taken it off but she's not trying to hurt her face no your beautiful face she can't she's like she's like stop fighting me cheryl i don't want to hurt you (laughs) oh god it's so beautiful (laughs) Rebecca do you have any other gay thoughts about this film I mean after this conversation it's just it's so much more clear to me that it that it's just gay it's It's just gay gay. I I think the end the very end can wrap it up for us when they present her with the miscongeniality trophy prize what does she even get a sash Sash. yeah yeah she gets a sash and cheryl gives this whole speech about her and ends it with her being the nicest sweetest coolest girl at the pageant um and i think i wrote in my notes uh cheryl like keep it in your pants girl (laughs) i mean (laughs) in front of all of them heavy-handed she's not hiding that's what i love about cheryl they're gay and cheryl's not hiding her love this yes. guy's straight and he's ashamed. Bullshit. Cheryl's so proud of Gracie Lou Freebush. It's absurd. Also, I'm sorry, we never talked about her name. 
(laughs) (laughs) that she comes up with. It was her idea. And it was a spontaneous idea, too. That was the first name that came to her. (laughs) She just has a question on mind, Rebecca, is what you're saying? I think I think that's probably what was happening. It had to be. And she like she's like a little annoyed that that's her name, but she's like, eh, fuck it. Go on, rolling with it. I am Gracie Lou Freebush now. <laughs> Gracie Lou Freebush is me. Yes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I love this movie and I love these two girlfriends and I just want someone to remake it for me. Please, please, for the love of God, someone write me this story. The problem I always have with these are like, I want the same actresses. Like, it's like, please give me Sandra and Heather together again. I didn't mean to rhyme. <laughs> it's meant Can you to imagine be. if like Ocean's Nine comes out and uh, and the actress who plays Cheryl was in it? I would die. Dead. And she's she would be um, Sandra's crazy ex girlfriend. Because like, yes. let's be real. At a certain point, like Cheryl will crack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I love this movie. I mean, so who are we shipping? Oh, tough call. (laughs) Um, I'm going to have to go with, let's see. I'm going to try to go with a dark horse besides the actual one we're doing, which is Gracie and Cheryl. So I ship... Texas and Hawaii. Yeah, I'm like, Texas needs to be gay somehow. Texas is like so repressed. Yeah. Texas and Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, because they have such like, they have a lot of tension there, right? They like hate each other but they don't they'd be volatile yeah yeah i would be into it come on let's do cheryl and gracie i want to i want to get to ship names okay cheryl and gracie well okay texas and hawaii's ship name though is tawaii (laughs) all right tawaii now (laughs) now we can move on so what are your ship names all right i'm gonna give it to rebecca first because lee it seems like you already have some prepared I actually don't, and I'm realizing that just now. So yeah, Rebecca, you go first. Good idea. Like- oh dear. So okay. All right. Yeah. What are What do you think? Well, we could use their real names, or we could use their state names. Ooh, let's go with both. Let's Let's mix it up. So what's their state ship? New Island, because it sounds maybe like Love Island. Like it. I like it. Or like a New or Isle something. of Lesbos or something. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I would love that. But what about like Road Jersey? Road Jersey. Road Jersey. It like flows. Um also I feel like if you put their if you put their names together, I would literally just do Cheryl Lou Freebush. (laughs) (laughs) You're like basically they get married and that's her name now. I'm like they're shipping. Takes her middle name and her last name. (laughs) I love you so much, I will take two of your names. Cheryl would, though. Honestly, she like, would. Like, she 100% yeah. would. I don't have a middle name anymore because we are together. Like, that's Cheryl. Well, and what's her last name? Frazier? So, you could also do, like, Frazier. Hmm. Grace, Gracie and Cheryl are hard together as first names. Sherry? Sherry, 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 no, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging Road Jersey still. Mm. I don't know. New I Island. I do like New Island. Yeah. I also want to throw out Karen and Tina, who are the ultimate ship of this film. Katina. Yes, Katina. Done. Of course. Yeah. So I mean, the story is really about Karen and Tina's love, and that's the story that I wish we had seen more of. 
But yeah, right? In our remake, we'll give them a little bit more screen time. Yeah, Katina can be like the best friend couple. You know what I mean? It's like the main couple and then these like Ooh. best friend lesbians who are like trying to push these two straight yes. like girls. They're like think, guiding them yeah. slowly. They're like, we can't just tell them they're gay because they'll fight it. But like they're sort of nudging them slow. They're like setting up scenarios for them to like end up alone together. I love it. Drinking cocoa. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my, oh my God. God. All the behind the scenes is literally just Karen being like, hey, Cheryl, like, do you want to you should you should bring Gracie some hot chocolate. You know who I bet would love some hot chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving Karen, that for Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for you, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this movie is all kinds of gay. If you were ever in a beauty pageant and like you are gay, which we definitely we had a guest. Kia Barnes was in beauty pageants. She's gay. Yes. Um, please tell us about the gay shenanigans that went on at beauty pageants because I feel like they exist. And we want to hear about them. I think it's time for a Q and gay. Are you ready, Rebecca? Yes. I'm so excited. Q, 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 and gay. All right, here we go for our Q and gay. Our first question. Have you ever competed in a beauty pageant? Yes or no? No, I have not. There's still time. You're still young. I know. Miss, uh, what is, Miss Les United States. Miss Les United States. Yes. yes. Miss Les United States. Miss Les United States, hosted by Les Hangout. <laughs> <laughs> manifest it. Manifest it. Dream big, Ellie. I keep telling you that. I know. Um, I will. Question two, Rebecca. What's your go-to move when you sing? Is it A, the solar plex, B, the instep, C, the nose, or D, the groin? I got to say, probably the nose. Mm. That's how she got Texas. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it was kind of like a bonding moment for them. After the fact, Texas is just kind of looking at her up on stage and she's gently touching her nose like, I remember, I remember when we touched last. Mm-hmm. She yes. punched me in the face once. It was awesome. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. Question number three. What would your talent be if you were in the pageant? A, baton twirling, B, musical cups, C, balloon animals, or D, beating the crap out of men? Oh, I, it, it's got to be D, beating the crap out of men. Specifically, Eric. Can I yes. also beat up Eric for just being the worst? Beating the crap out of Eric. Yes. I'm here for it. <laughs> I give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Do you think uh-huh. I make the top five? Yes. I mean, if you beat the crap out of Eric, yes. You make yes. the top five lesbians for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Question four, who do you think should have won the pageant? A, Rhode Island, B, Texas, C, New Jersey, or D, New York? Oh, D, New York. Lesbians for the win. For the win. She's, she's so passionate about being in the pageant and being queer and having the power to step up on live television and shout about being a lesbian in 2000. That's We love a proud gay icon. Yes. We do. Miss New York 2020. All right, question number five. Describe your perfect date. A, walking on the beach. B, dinner and a movie. C, a picnic. Or D, April 25th. Oh, D, April 25th. Because <laughs> it's not too hot. All you, you know, all you, all you need is a, a light jacket? Yes, all you need is a light jacket. Oh, Cheryl. Oh, so tender. So innocent. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rebecca, for hanging out with us today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Uh, and helping us figure out how Miss Congeniality should have been gay. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. So gay. 
So Rebecca, if our audience wants to find you on social media, where can they find you? They can find me at, at Rebecca underscore noise on Instagram. Very original. Check it out. There's a lot of uh, Les Hangout trivia content on there. Yes. And you can see Rebecca at our virtual trivia events. So sign up for them. Which are still rolling. We just, uh, we have so many lined up right now. So you're going to get plenty of opportunities. I think we have trivias planned out through July, August. I mean, we've got a lot on our list right now. Oh, yeah. Seriously, thank you so much for hanging out with us, Rebecca. Dream team, three musca queers. Out. (laughs) Yes. Let me hear you say hip, 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 yeah. We love hearing from you and building community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And I want to give a personal shout out to Martine, who is a big fan of the show, according to her wife, Katie. Katie wanted us to shout her out for Pride Month. So Martine, this is us saying, we love you. We see you. We're so happy that you discovered our podcast and that you have a, a great wife like Katie to do this Get nice thing for you. Get yourself a wife like Katie, yes. everyone. This is what we're going to say. <laughs> or oh, yeah. a wife like Martine, who also sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, because she listens to the show, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we're biased or anything, but it sounds like you have excellent taste, Martine. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, we also want to shout out our listener, Sam, who sent us another Should Have Been Gay suggestion. You know we love getting them. Um, this one for Girl Meets World. I have not yet seen it. I'm going to have to check it out. Part of me is hesitant to because um, it's going to force me to face my like deep-seated Topanga. baby feelings about Topanga. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were a Topanga girl. Oh, I had such a crush. She's so my type. Come on. Yeah. I mean, she's right? cute. Yeah, she's cute. She's cute. She's yeah. cute. So, um, well, it's certainly on the list now. Don't worry, Sam. I want to give a shout out to Venus, who sent us some amazing pictures of their friends all hanging out. They are the cutest little baby gay family that I have ever seen. And I just wanted to say I'm really happy that you found a gay family. I'm happy that you found us and that you've also introduced Hallie and Julia to our podcast as well. So shout out to Hallie and Julia and Venus for being the three best queer friends this world has ever seen. (laughs) We also, as always, want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Sarah and Julia, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Mark Foster, Danny Gunlock-Tamora, Audrey O'Connor, Alana Rosen, Kayla Kelly, Tara Gleason, Jacqueline Rosenshino, and our King Princess patrons, Lizette Stye, Amy and Ellen, Leah Hendley, and Liz Chen. And our sponsorship at Patreon, as always, reminding you to support your local arts and especially your queer arts, Wendy K. Bartlett. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. We also want to remind you again that we are going to have our Spirit Week coming up the week of June 15th, ending in a, a giant climactic celebration of Porch Bride on June 20th. So excited. Email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com with all of your questions and your pictures and your beautiful gay fams. <laughs> or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also do have videos going up on our YouTube channel still. Uh, you may have seen the excellent 
excellent video that April made for us uh, for our Portrait of a Lady on Fire song that we are a little bit obsessed with. Um, we might have, you know, some other stuff coming up oh, soon. Yeah. You just, just keep an eye there. Uh, you could subscribe at youtube.com slash lesshangoutpod so that you don't miss anything. We're also going to be doing one of our live streams there. So if you don't have Facebook, you can do it on YouTube. So make sure you're there. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate and review us on iTunes. It's the easiest and most free way to let us know how much you love us. You can also support us over at Patreon. We love our patrons so much. Uh, I feel like I'm especially deep in my patron feels right now because we are coming up on a week where Ellie and I are going to play our first one-shot tabletop RPG with I some can. of our Actually, patrons. it already happened, right? Well, yes, yeah, sorry. As of recording this, uh, it is about to come up, and so I'm very excited about it. By the time the episode comes out, it will have happened, and I imagine I will be even more excited about it. So, if you want the opportunity to come hang out in our crazy Discord and talk about all the gay shows and possibly talk Ellie and I into, into playing... Dungeons and, Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, you should join us over on Patreon at bit.ly slash lesspatreon. Also, I'd like to say talk us into. I'm pretty sure I told them to talk uh, we me We basically in. begged. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, please. Yeah, I don't. Oh, no, no. I don't want to play. Please don't make me play. Okay, yeah. The man. point is, we love our patrons <laughs> um, so much, and we just cannot, cannot yes. get over this amazing group of people. I so, love it. There you go. Come join them. Come join us. On our campaign. <laughs> You've created a monster. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can do that at bit.ly slash Les Shop. It is Pride Month, so you know this is the time, if there were any, to get all of the gay designs that your heart desires at bit.ly slash Les Shop. We have a sale on our Tee Public store today, June 8th, until June 9th. So there's only two days. In these next two days, you better go get your Pride merch 35% off bit.ly slash less shop. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.